complete. All droids leaving the system must be cleared by customs control. Proof of ownership is required for all droid passengers. Proof of ownership? We droids are made to suffer such indignities. Good, Shana Kuchana. Yuda Yup Yup Hadaway Judo Hello and welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of March 3rd, 2019. This is episode 37. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvels, Lucas, the parks, the movies, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Before the news, I have a big announcement regarding the show. This is news towards the show, not necessarily Disney news. The Disney Marvel family is very happy to welcome Destinations with Character as our official travel partner of the Disney Marvel's podcast. Please check out their website at www.destinationwithcharacter.com. Check it out today for your travel needs and be sure to follow them on Twitter at D-E-S-T-W-I-T-H-C-H-A-R. That's Dest with Car. Or again, D-E-S-T-W-I-T-H-C-H-A-R as well. Destination with Character Travel making dream vacations come true every single day and tell them that you heard about the, them on the Disney Marvel's podcast. Now, on with the news. Angelina Jolie returns as Maleficent in theaters October 18th, 2019. Be sure to check him out. The Dark Fairy returns. Variety is reporting that Tyrese Gibson will be joining Jared Leto in Marvel's Morbius. No information on a character yet. Star Wars Galaxy Edge will open in Disneyland on May 31st and in Walt Disney World on August 29th this year, 2019. Bob Iger said that Disney Plus would at some point put its entire motion picture library on the service, including movies that have traditionally been kept in its archives. Now, he did not explain what that means exactly. Are we finally going to be have access to Song of the South again? He has not said. Long-term host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek, announced that he has been diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer. Our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family as they face this journey ahead. Um, not to, to sound too grim, um, knowing people in the medical world, that this, uh, this diagnosis is pretty much terminal. Um... So the outlook is not is looking grim. Alex uh, has said that he is aware of the situation. He knows what lies ahead for him. But he is going to fight this as much as he can, as long as he can, and will keep working as long as he can. 
So, if you're a fan of Jeopardy, if you like Alex Trebek for Jeopardy or from Ellen's journey in uh, Energy uh, Adventures or, or whatever aspect. I mean, he's, he's on commercials. He's a spokesperson for many different things. So, it will be interesting to see how this progresses and how things go. But, um, again, our thoughts and prayers do go out to Alex Trebek and his family as they they deal with this very unfortunate uh, turn of events. On that note, uh, we'll be back after this break. Now, on with the show. edge of the galaxy is a lot closer than we might think. That's right. As I mentioned to you in the news, Bob Iger announced the official opening dates for both Star Wars Galaxy Edge in Disneyland and Disney World. Disneyland, which was set to uh, open first from the get-go, will open May 31st, just after Memorial Day weekend, and Walt Disney World will open August 29th, the Thursday before Labor Day weekend. Strangely enough, they're both opening on Thursdays. Though hold on for our moment. Before you jump on your Bantha and head down to Florida or California, be warned, the land will open in two phases. Phase one will only be one of the two attractions. The Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run will open first. Rise of the Resistance the lands, what's supposed to be the signature ride, will open in phase two. When is phase two? We, well, all we know is that it's going to be some point in 2019. But wait, there's more. Oh really? Yes there is. For those of you going to Disneyland between the opening on May 31st until June 23rd, 2019, you will need not only your valid theme park admission ticket, but a no-cost reservation, which of course is subject to availability. To you need this to enter Batu, uh, Galaxy's Edge. The information on how to get these no-cost reservations will be forthcoming on the Disneyland.com website, or uh, at a later date. Or keep an eye on our Facebook or Twitter accounts. I will post information as soon as I hear anything, um, or just stay tuned to the podcast because I'm sure I'll be mentioning it here and t talking a lot about it. Additionally, guests staying at one of the three Disneyland Resort hotels um, will get there uh, in that time frame will receive a designation uh, designated reserved reservation time to access Galaxy's Edge during their stay. This will be limited to one reservation per guest, per registered guest, with the valid theme park, uh, theme park ticket again. But that's all for Disneyland. What about Walt Disney World, you ask? Good question, my friends. Good question. The press release only mentions Disneyland. I communicated with my friends at Destination with Characters, and this is what uh, how they clarified it. It... Um, 
it's probably a California thing. And what does that mean? Um, well, we, as we all know, or most of us know, annual pass holdership for California is huge. Lots of people have annual pass uh, passes over there. More so than Walt Disney World, obviously. Um, so, to control things, this is their plan. So, this is, like I said, it's going to be more, uh, that's more of a California thing. As for now, they're saying they're not doing it for Florida. But, I do know Florida is watching and paying attention to what's happening in California. So they want to know what's going to work, what doesn't work, what are people attracted to, how is the ebb and flow of the traffic going. This is Florida's plan. This is why Florida is opening a couple months later, so they could adjust the opening as need be, because, let's be honest, more people go to the vacation kingdom of the world, which is Walt Disney World, more so than the happiest place on earth, Disneyland. So, Florida is paying close attention to what happens at Disneyland, and if I'm going to make a prediction that if this works well, Florida is probably going to go and turn and do something similar. Let's just remember what happened when Avatar opened at the Animal Kingdom, and you had lines from what used to be Camp Minnie Mickey stretching down through the village into almost to the entranceway. So, and that was at the Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom is probably the largest park of any of the Disney parks. Now, granted, that is skewed because of the safari being so big in itself. But in, in general, it is a large park. It is definitely larger than it, their smallest park being the Hollywood Studios. So can you imagine a line like that at the Hollywood Studios? Stretching from Galaxy's Edge which is by the Muppet uh, Vision 3D, all the way down, down uh, Hollywood Boulevard to the main gate. And if you're talking about a similar size line, which I'm sure it actually would be bigger, going out the entranceway, down past the bus terminals, onto the, uh, the Skyliner, and you'd probably have several Skyliner cars backed up with people just waiting on line there. Uh, a lot of the memes I have seen online have been funny, but hauntingly probably predictive. The there's you, sh you have an outlay of Galaxy's Edge, yeah, the uh, Batu, so you have all the the spires and everything, and then you just have a mass amount of people um, in front of it. There's no space, just people on top of people, um, which is most likely what it's going to look like. I remember whenever Tower of Terror opened up and I was going down Sunset Boulevard and just the sea of people ahead of me. I, you did not see anything but people. No streets. You, you saw the buildings, obviously, but it was just thousands and thousands of people ahead of you all heading to the Tower of Terror. Now imagine that for a whole new land, not just you know one new attraction. The, the other thing, um, the other one I saw was... And this one I also got a good kick out of. A cast member holding a sign saying, uh, Galaxy Edge Line starts here. And she is standing in front of the Welcome to Florida sign on I-95. So, uh, you know, the, the start of the line is at the beginning of Florida. 
Um, some of the comments where I thought that would be in Georgia. Um, I personally thought that, that might have been in North Carolina. So, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, people are just going to be coming miles and miles now now from all around. The, the running joke is I'm going to start lining up on I, uh, I-4 now, which may not be too far off. It's hard to say. It's hard to say, but... Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. So I would make a prediction that they're going to do some sort of reservation thing to try and keep this a little more controlled than they did with Avatar. But we shall see. Nothing is official yet, and they said they're not doing it, so we're going to have to go with that. So here's what some of what we know so far. The space utilization for this area is huge. The area in itself is huge, 14 acres. From what a number of interviews, press releases, articles, etc. that I have seen, when you walk through the tunnels slash portals, um, you're going to go through a kind of a cave um, with kind of uh, naturally eroded stone and then laser blasted and cut and chiseled stone. Um, and it's just going to be a lot like walking through the the train station of the Magic Kingdom. You kind of lose sight of what's ahead of you, and then you have this grand theatrical entrance into this this magical world. Whatever the outside world is behind you and separated from you. And Batu, or yeah, Batu Galaxy's Edge is all that's around you. That's it. You are completely immersed and separated. Um, you will get cut off from everything around you. And it's a very spacious and open land, depending on which side you come in. There's gonna, there's two entrances in Florida, three inches, entrances in California. The two main entrances, one side is uh, the Rebellion, the other side is the First Order, depending on which way you come through, kind of starts the story you know, who you're going to see first. The First Order just arrived. The Rebels are kind of trying to figure out things because they found out that the First Order is finally on to them. They were trying to hide out here. So you have a number, you have two different stories that you could start off with. The third entrance in Disneyland kind of doesn't correspond to either of those. Um, I think that's the Critter Country, but I could be wrong on that. So, yeah, there's a lot of uses of space here. Um, a lot of open, open walkways. Um, it, it's not going to be confined in uh, a lot of unused walk space, kind of like what what's in Avatar. Um, but you make your way through a little forest and then head into the Black Spire outpost. And then you see, as you turn a corner, you see the lands, quote-unquote, big weenie. Uh, which is the the term that the Imagineers use for their eye-catching object, which in this case is the Millennium Falcon, a life-size Millennium Falcon. I cannot tell you enough, I cannot emphasize enough, this is life-size. You're talking about something that is probably 100 to 110, uh, someone was guessing, feet in length, inch by inch replica of the Millennium Falcon they cut, casted the bolts they did just did everything to make sure they used 80s type screws to hold things into place 
This is the Millennium Falcon. This will reportedly have grown men weeping. Or quote, uh, quote that I've heard. Uh, grown men will cry when they see this. There is a section where yeah, they've put aside that form. This is the men's crying section. Uh, do not hang your head in shame. Um, even grown women. Some grown women will be crying as well with just the something that you've seen only on the big screen or you've had a toy of or in your imagination you've been alongside Han Solo or Chewbacca flying this thing and here it is finally in front of you this is something that we have waited since the 70s for and it is finally here in 2019 um, sadly that ship that you see itself is only a prop, but it's to mark the location of the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run ride. So this is where you get on the ride, you go through a tunnelway, and eventually you find yourself in the Millennium Falcon. Um, it, you will kind of be in the living quarters, as it were. You will have the hollow chest uh, chess player in front of you with the couch. Um, lots of buttons and things you're encouraged to play with the buttons this is kind of from my um, what I've heard explained it will be kind of like the wait area for Dumbo kind of an open forum type waiting area um, there isn't an exact line at this point but they will kind of make sure okay you're going at your turn and you go through the door and then ahead of you is the simulator cockpit with six seats two pilots two navigators, two gunners, and uh, just like Mission Space, like I said, you have the your your jobs and um, millions of buttons in front of you. Um, one report I heard is that the buttons will light up whenever it's time to press them. If you do not press them in time, it does, unlike Mission Space, it will affect what happens in your simulation. Uh, if you don't press something in time, if you press the wrong button, now, if all these other buttons work and if they make noises and they affect things in different ways, I don't know yet until we actually get our hands on it, but it is completely interactive, um, like I said, unlike Mission Space, where Mission Space, you press that button, you don't press that button, outcome's the same. This time, you press the button, you don't press the button, outcome is not the same, and it will actually affect, it will affect your experience the rest of your time in Batu because you build up, let's say, called street cred, kind of a, um, a reputation. And people are going, well, you're the one that failed the mission. Or you're the one that did this on your mission. Somehow they will find out. Don't ask me how they are going to find out because this is the magic of Disney we're talking about. They will find out one way or another that you're the one that crashed the Millennium Falcon. Initial reports were, yes, you could crash the Millennium Falcon. I've heard contradictory reports saying that now you won't be able to crash the Millennium Falcon, but uh, because really, do you want to wait four hours for a 30-second ride, or do you want to wait four hours for a four-minute ride? I think that's what it comes down to. I, I think they got smart about that. So where was I? The height restriction for this ride is going to be 38 inches. So, like I said earlier, this ride is going to be available on opening day, phase one. Um, from there, 
the other ride, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, will, according to Disney, open later in 2019. This is the big one. And if you don't want to know too much, I suggest you skip ahead a few minutes because I'm going to go into the details that I know. Not too much of it spoilery, but let's just say it is. So Rise of the Resistance. I'm going to assume you skipped ahead now. Anyone else listening? No. Anyone else need to skip ahead? Okay. Rise of the Resistance is set to be the ride for this area. It has a height requirement of 40 inches. To put that in perspective, it's the same height requirement for Dinosaur Star Tours. Go figure. Tower of Terror, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, Soaring, and Test Track. The queue line will start in the forest by the resistance side of the land. You want to turn to a cave, walk through the cave for a long, very long time. Um, and, but much like the entrance portal, this cave is a cave. It is, you got rocks, you got, you know, rocks are naturally eroded away, you have rocks that have been chipped and carved away, you have rocks that have been laser blasted away. Um, about halfway, I, I have heard reports that there are benches carved into the queue line rocks. Um, so you can take a load off and then continue waiting some more. Um, kind of like the Avatar uh, Flight of Passage line, which kind of goes on forever. Same thing with this, but you're just in a cave. You don't go from showroom to showroom from to showroom. And my understanding, just forewarning, no bathrooms. Unlike Flight of Passage, there's no bathrooms in this queue line. That should be interesting. Um, bring some bottles or something. I don't know. So, first point I want to uh, go into is the first point that you go into. Um, I believe there are it breaks into a group of about forty-eight or so. Um, you're recruited by Poe and BB-8, and then you board this transport ship, a, 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 a U-wing. I believe I've been uh, I've heard people saying it's a U-wing that will fly you. Eventually, go figure something goes wrong, and you are captured and end up on a Star Destroyer. The showroom for this part of the ride, the size of it is enormous. And to kind of let you know about how enormous it is, it is the size of the entire show building of the Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm not just talking about the town of where the, of the Caribbean ride. I am talking about the entire show building of Pirates of the Caribbean. It is massive. Again, insert crying men here type of situation. It is, you are going to see a TIE fighter, a life-size TIE fighter hanging on the wall, just like you did in uh, The Force Awakens. You will have... 50 animatronic stormtroopers doing stuff. Uh, actual cast members doing things. You will be able to see outside the hangar bay entrance through a force field and see outer space. It is meticulously done. Um, at some point in this ride, you will see a life-size at-at. That is how big this place is. This is the first part of the ride. This is the first tenth, 
quarter. This is actually only a small portion of the ride, but it is going to be that immersive. A cast member will divide your group into smaller sections, 16 group, uh, group of 16 or something. So, um, and then you are brought to a detention cell. Uh, at some point, someone sets you free. I will not mention who. Oh, and don't forget, Disney has warned us that at some point there will be some sort of drop at the end of this ride. Um, and I'm certain that isn't all. I'm sure there's a lot more going on. At some point, I, they've said Kylo Ren will show up. You will be able to supposedly feel the heat of his his lightsaber. You feel the electricity off of it. Um, that, it, it, you know, I, I'm sure there is going to be more. And again, obviously, this is all from the more recent movies. Um, the entire land is more off these recent movies. This promises, like I said, to be the most immersive traction ever, anywhere, ever. Drop the mic, walk away type of situation. Look at the other, that other park in shame. So, that other park threw down the gauntlet... Disney's picking it up and throwing down a different gauntlet, a bigger gauntlet. Kind of like in Muppets Most Wanted, wherever they're having the battle, you know, Sam the Eagle and the guy from Modern Family are having the battle of who's got the bigger shield. Disney has just ordered the biggest shield possible. What else is going to be in Black Spire? There's going to be a lot. Um, like I said, this all takes place in the more recent movies. Um, they picked Black Spire for a reason. They had the opportunity to do, um, Hoth. They had the opportunity to do Tatooine or Dagobah. But, well, Florida's already a swamp. Who wants to go to a swamp to visit a swamp? And all the other stuff we've seen before. There is an expectation for. This is something new. They are going with something new. So there is no preconceived notion. There is no, this is what's going to be. This is going to be its own thing. And it is, but they're working it backwards. So they have now created Batu. They have now created Black Hire out, out, uh, Spire Outpost. And now if you get some of the new books that are coming out, it is mentioned and things are happening there. Um, it, they could work into the animated series. I've heard rumors that the Mandalorian Disney Plus streaming service show may have some episodes taking place there. Um, so this will become part of Star Wars. It will show up in Star Wars, but is not something we've ever seen before or experienced before in Star Wars. And that is intentional. And you know what? That That's actually a good way about it. And to kind of put more of a finer point, I am wondering, and this is just me spitballing and throwing some ideas out there, I wonder, I wonder if the reason why Rise of the Resistance isn't opening until, quote-unquote, later in 2019 is because Episode 9 comes out later in 2019. And does something happen in Episode 9 that will affect or show up in this in that particular ride 
Or is it just a matter of it is so immersive they're making sure every detail is meticulously done right, every T and I is checked, double checked, triple checked, quadruple checked to make sure it's in right spot, works properly. And they're just making sure it's perfection. So we shall see. Um, it could be both. It could be both. I mean, the, the stormtroopers are A one thousand figures. These are the you know, like the shaman in uh, in the um, river passage, Navi, Navi River Passage. That type of figure, that much articulation in in life to them. I mean, you will think these are actual cast members or not. But anyway, I I, I I'm babbling, um, just because I'm I'm just. Oh, I can't wait. So what else are we going to be able to do? Well, obviously, you're going to be able to eat. So you have the Katsaka's Kettle, which is a unique popcorn snack venue with a combination of sweet and savory and spicy flavors. Mmm, popcorn. Uh, Uga's Cantina. This is all off the Disney press release. So I'm reading directly from the press release now. Disney's words on how they're describing these venues. Uga's Cantina. Even, even the blaster bolt scorches on the wall tell the story. Here, guests will gather to share their tales from around the galaxy as they enjoy exotic beverages served in unique vessels and listen to spirited musical entertainment provided by DJ R3X, otherwise known as Rex. Yes, it is the former Speeder uh, 3000 pilot droid from the original Star Tours. Rex uh, reinvented himself as the cantina's DJ, and he's as quirky and talkative as ever. Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo, a destination location for travelers uh, traveling food shuttles, Chef Strono, Strono Cookie Tugs is in the much is in much demand for his culinary skills. So he moves from site to site in a modified selenier chow utilipede, whatever that is, transport that becomes a mobile kitchen and restaurant. Ronto's Roasters will draw attention from passerbys when, when it's a large pod racing engine firing up a barbecue pit for mouth-watering Ronto wraps. This is, that one's outside. Then you have, of course, the milk stand. We'll offer two local flavors, blue milk and green milk. Blue milk was first seen in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope when Luke Skywalker sat down for a family meal. Green milk was introduced in Star Wars Episode Seven: The Last Jedi. Whatever he told Rey, don't knock it till you try it. From my understanding, one's kind of a, a berry flavor and the other one's kind of a melon f citrusy flavor. I'm not certain, but um, they're out there, or they will be out there. Shopping, of course. Well, it would be Disney without shopping. You have the Droid Depot where uh, guests will, will invite guests to construct their own astromech droids. Uh, patrons will pick pieces and parts off conveyor belts and build them. Uh, with one or two core models, uh, the R series or the BB series, 
and then you can customize the droids and parts and colors um, these droids are capable of interacting with elements in the land uh, with other droids additional programming chips and accessories can be added to further customize these new friends in addition the droid depot will offer pre-built droids droids and uh, inspired products and more supposedly you also get a backpack to carry these around because initially they're not going to want you to just roll them across the land uh, especially with how crowded it's going to be at savvy's workshop hand-built lightsabers guests will have the opportunity to customize and craft their very own lightsaber in this mythical experience guests will feel the force as they build these elegant weapons from a more civilized age um, supposedly there's going to be a secret password or a handshake or something that you're going to need to know to be able to get into this and from my understanding it is going to be you're going to be there a while this is not like the build your lightsaber at uh, the end of Star Tours at the, the outpost shop there. This will take an hour or so um, to go through. It is a very, again, they're going for immersive. This is not going to be some sort of, uh, you know, quick one and done type of situation. Um, but at the same point, it does come with a price. They have not mentioned a price point, but you don't be surprised if it's maybe three figures so what else you got inside Doc Ondar's den of antiques guests will find selections of rare and mysterious items for sale representing different eras of the Star Wars galaxy including holocorns ancient Jedi and Sith artifacts lightsabers and more as they explore the nooks and crannies of the shop Guests will also see Doc at his desk as the large Ethereum uh, checks his inventory. Apologize to Star Wars fans if I said that wrong. Uh, he also takes incoming calls and barks at the occasional orders to his assistants. Including uh, this will also be creature stalls dedicated to the plethora of rare and fascinating creatures that populate the galaxy as well as Black Spire Outfitters. The showcasing for the latest in accessories, so you can dress like a native. Guests will also find the Toydarian Toymaker, a, st a stall full of toys crafted by a Toydarian, the flying alien species seen in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. You also have Resistance Supplies, uh, which is a makeshift supply location at the resistance hidden uh, command area as well as a opposite one in the first order cargo area uh, meanwhile which is a temporary first order storage dock near the market so besides the rides there's going to be a lot to do to keep you quite occupied so in addition to that you're going to have the resistance and first order characters walking about and interacting um, you also have the citizens of Batu going about their daily lives working in the shops working at the restaurants doing daily things and depending on what you do or how you do on certain attractions and who you interact with the citizens will treat you differently as part of your personal story starts to grow 
this is going to be attached to your Magic Band or the Play Disney app, um, the, the Disney app that you use in Disneyland, um, because you guys didn't get the Magic Bands. But in Disney World, where you have the Magic Bands, that's how they're going to track you. Now, if you're waiting for the free-roaming free droids, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Disney is uh, holding back on these until the crowds kind of die down somewhat because you don't want to add additional congestion to something that's going to be shoulder-to-shoulder packed to begin with, most likely. Plus, they also want to give the AI time to learn the lay of the land a bit better because they can't do that now. Not everything is finished. Despite the fact that it's opening in a few months, they're still working things out. So, these droids, the AI needs to figure these things out on its own. It's not like you kind of could program in the lay of the land. You ever have to wear the gruts and roofs and um, hoof prints or droid tracks in the grounds are that these, you know, these AI figures are going to be walking about. They need to figure that out on their own. So this will be something they'll probably be doing at night. Finally, to make sure that it sounds right, John Williams is back like I mentioned I remember mentioning this in the news point at some point um, he did compose the music to it so you're going to get the sound right you're going to get the feel right you're going to get the looks right the smells the um, everything it's just going to be I mean they went all out to make sure this is going to be right and I'm sure as we get closer to opening day we are going to learn a lot more about this thing so what are you looking forward to? What are you looking forward to about Galaxy's Edge? Are you looking forward to, say, building your own droid? Adopting a Porg? Or even the unannounced and get to be dated on when it's coming out, the Galaxy Edge or the Star Wars Hotel? Let us know. Or, you know, what has you really excited or are you over this Star Wars fad? You think, oh, it's going to die out any day now. Let us know. Tell us on the social. Join the conversation on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's Podcast. One more time. Facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's Podcast. Or on the Twitter, at Disney Marvel's. One more time, the Twitter handle is at Disney Marvel's. You can also email the show with your answers or suggestions to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voice message through the Anchor app. Multiple ways to get a hold of us. I also, I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have these days. And knowing that you have taken some of that time to spend with me means a lot. But if you could take an extra moment and go on wherever you're listening to this show and leave a rating and review, it really helps to let people know about the show and get the word out there. You know, the more more Disney people that know about the show, the bigger the family gets. And the bigger our family, the better. Because that's what Disney all is. It, it is family. For instance, I want to read this one review that I got from Don today. It says, excellent podcast. I always look forward to new episodes. Thank you, Don. I always look forward to sending you guys new episodes. 
So don't forget to subscribe to the show. So this way you always know when new new episodes come out. But while you're at it, also consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvels slash support. That address to become a premium subscriber is anchor.fm slash disneymarvels slash support. Remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you're planning your next Disney vacation, make sure you contact Destination with Characters Travel Agency. They are a Disney earmarked agency specializing in Disney cruises and resort vacations, with clients ranging from the magic makers of Hollywood to the business executives of New York to families from all over the U.S., people are trusting the travel consultants of Destinations with Character Travels to plan their magical vacations every day with the patience, care, and attention to details that they want and deserve. With over 50 years of experience in the travel, uh, traveling worldwide, and a family of consultants located around the U.S. trained to give you the best prices and service possible, they have the tools you need and they need to make the difference for you. Find out how they make the stress and hassle of vacation and they take it away so you can enjoy yourself. All you need to do is contact them to let the magic begin. Their website is www.destinationswithcharacter.com. One more time, that's www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Or email them at info at destinationswithcharacter.com. One more time, the email address is info at destinationswithcharacter.com. And be sure to tell them that you heard about them on the Disney Marvels podcast. Destination with characters travel, making dream vacations come true every single day. Whatever you are facing out there, no matter how difficult or impossible things may seem right now, don't give up. Look deep within yourself, and you will find the strength you will need to overcome it. Be your own hero, and never give up or give in. Now, I would like to end this show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. Disneyland is like Alice stepping through the looking glass. To step through the portals of Disneyland will be like entering another world. And that's from Walt Disney. And that's honestly quite prophetic with what today's episode was all about. With another world literally coming to Disneyland and Disney World. Thank you again for listening. Hope everyone's doing great out there. I hope you have a fantastic week. And I'll see you next time. Hey, sorry folks. I'm sure to do better next time. It was my first flight and I'm still getting used to my programming. Hey, 